What's up people? It's Danielle here, the founder of I Empower Creatives, and I want to welcome you to the Creative Superhero Podcast, where we fight dead mindsets and fly into purpose. So let's get into it. It's your girl, the Creative Superhero. What is up, people, people, people? So we are in this series um, looking at money mindset, right? Big on that. Um, mainly because the way that we tend to look at money is the way that we can look at a lot of things as human beings, you know, and in the Western world and how everything is in this day and age, counting things and weighing up things mostly attributes to money. It's a lot of the ways that we read things, a lot of the ways that we see things. So strengthening our money mindset really means strengthening our mindset generally along those lines as well. But most people want more money, want to make more money, want to understand money better, want to invest, want to bring changes to the world. And money is the tool to help us get there. So we are in episode two of um, our Money Mindset series. If you haven't listened to episode one, you're going to want to do that. We started, we started at the blueprint of um of what we were believing about money and some of the the things and takeaways there so you're going to want to go back and listen to that this is episode 2 and the bulk of what i am sharing and teaching is from one of my favorite books secrets of the millionaire mind by t half eker and it is really about mastering the game of inner well mastering the inner game of wealth because it is an inside job right he says Um, to change the fruits, you have to change the roots. And I firmly believe that in alignment, even with my faith, man, you've got to have some good roots. Foundations are important. So what are your foundations? And especially when it comes to finances, that is what we are looking uh, looking at today and for um, the next week or two. So um, I'm going to be directly taking some things from the book. I'm going to be t- talking about some of the things that have impacted me, um, some of the, the changes that I made and all of the juicy stuff so that it can inspire you to get serious about your own money mindset, your own money growth, um, and and mainly to go out there and, and live the vision, do what it is that you're called to do. Too many people are stuck on the excuse that money is in the way or there is, isn't enough money or all of these types of things. And don't get me wrong, there can be ebbs and flows, there can be um, different seasons, but most of the time it's down to us learning about money, what we're thinking about it, how we're feeling about it. You know, in 2016, I believe it was, I launched a program for dancers specifically. And I remember the first day that I had to do a schedule. Like, guys, I'm, I'm a creative, right? And mostly it was down to like being physically creative, like give me the dance, the drawing, the singing, the writing in that kind of form. But when it came to creating a spreadsheet, I was like, what? Planning was not my jam. It more or less is now, like I am loving it because I have found a creative way to do it. Um, but it was like, oh my gosh. And I remember sitting at my desktop at the time and feeling so anxious like our anxiety was like, I am going to get you. It was like so, so, so much. And I was just like, what is this? I don't want to, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to be 
in this zone. And, you know, like I've been told, um, <laughs> some of the members of my community have told me, you know, you thrive um, with pressure, you thrive in uncomfortable situations. And listen, it isn't, it wasn't always like that. And it isn't always the best feeling, but pushing through, like you've got to push through those situations. And when I pushed through that, I was able to tame and take over the anxiety and shut it down. Um, and so now doing the schedule is all cool, but actually I have a team and I've got someone that does that now. Isn't that the funny thing, right? You overcome something and then you can get somebody else to do it. Anyway, we're going to go into our uh, episode on money mindset. And this is really about, um, whether you think big or think small. Okay. And we're bringing that into what we're thinking about money, whether you think big or think small, because T half says that, Rich people think big and poor people think small. It's that simple. Okay, so I'm going to read this directly from the book. This is taken from page 73 in Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. It says, we once had a trainer teaching at one of our seminars who went from a net worth of 250,000 to over 600 million in only three years. Only three years, guys. Like, that's big. It's huge. When asked his secret, he said, everything changed the moment I began to think big. Everything changed. So he went from 250,000 to over 600 million. Now, I know that there's going to be some people listening in thinking, I will just be great at 250,000 or I will be great at just making 250,000 and and not even thinking about net worth when net worth is a thing that's for a different conversation we'll go into that soon but right he was able to up that in only 3 years by thinking big this is the magnitude you know it's it's imperative like it's necessary for you to think big in your life and here's the thing your thinking big is different to my thinking big we get that, right? Your thinking big is different to a friend's thinking big. We so, so get that. But does it mean that you're not supposed to think big? No, you are designed to think huge, right? To think of, of, of the biggest thing that you can. There is a scripture that I have by my bedside um, and it literally says, to, to him who is able to do abundantly more than I could think or imagine him he is able to do abundantly more so I love this right because it toys it toys in my thinking to turn around and how big can I actually think if I know God can think even bigger than I have the capacity to think I'm going to think as big as I can and stretch that and he's going to do the rest right but you are designed to think massive think hugely not small and I love this as well this is taken from a return to love uh, by Marion Williamson who says you are a child of God your playing small does not serve the world there is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you we are all meant to shine as children do we were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us it is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. Everyone. If you sat back right now and thought to yourself, you know, name, your name, insert, 
am I thinking as big as I can about this particular thing? Am I thinking as big as I can about money, about the vision, about the goal, about the relationship? Am I thinking as big as I can? Because most of the time, we're not thinking big. Most of the time, we're so in the circumstance. And hear me out, it is important to stay present. It's important to stay present. And it's important to analyse the real the realisation of the situation, but not to be stuck in what we deem as being realistic. Because realism is defined by perception. I hope somebody writes that down and puts it on a t-shirt. You might need to rewind it. Listen, it, we, we perceive certain things as being realistic and we're like, oh, we, we can't move forward because of that. Oh, we can't do that. And we put ourselves in limitations, in scarcity mindset. And what does scarcity mindset do? It attracts more scarcity mindset. Like that's the realism of it. It welcomes in more scarcity mindset. This is why gratitude is huge. Why remembering why you're grateful, why being thankful is huge because it puts you in the zone of being able to receive, being able to, uh, you know, take on more, be more, earn more, live more. So just some of the things that, you know, big thinkers do. Big thinkers work from vision They're not defined to a circumstance. They're not defined to the situation. The circumstance doesn't change what they are setting out to achieve. They they work from vision. What's the vision and how can I get to the vision, right? And looking forward to that, okay? So that's what they do. They dig into their vision and they ask themselves the question, why am I doing this? Why is this important? Why is it important to serve the way that I am? It's the same with finances. Why do I need them? Why do I need this amount? What am I going to do with this amount? Where am I investing this amount? Okay. You know, a lot of people um, have, you know, we've got this message going around now about working smart rather than hard and this concept of no longer exchanging time for money if you've never heard that do your research you know big thinkers um and people who think big they are looking at the way that they can leverage what they have they're not trying to fit in another job or another this or another that where they have to continuously or always show up. They're looking at, can I invest the best of me? Can I invest 100% of me into this thing, 100%, right? And get out something that could make me money on an ongoing basis. It is a very big different way. Well, it's a very different way of thinking between those who think rich and those who think poor. And, you know, wh- wherever you uh, you put yourself on that spectrum or whatever it is, because you can have and still be poor in mind. You can have and still be poor in mind. And what we want to do is we want to shift into a place of big thinking. And one of the biggest questions 
and, and one that I love to ask myself every time I'm leveling up in this is who do I need to be? Who do I need to be to reach this particular goal, this particular point? How does how does this person need to think? How does six-figure Danielle need to think that was different to five-figure Danielle? And then how does seven-figure Danielle need to think that's different to six-figure Danielle, right? Like I'm asking myself those questions because to attain to attain another level of money, another level of finance, it's just like another level of responsibility. You can't go and be um, and work at employee level being a manager. You can't do that. You can't work on a manager level being the executive. You can't work on executive level being the CEO. Like you have to constantly upgrade yourself, upgrade your thinking, upgrade your mentality, the way that you're processing, the way that you're showing up, what your schedule looks like. It's all important. And here's the thing. If you can't be bothered to do that, just settle where you're at. Just settle where you're at. That's small townville. And if you are okay there, that's cool. But I'm talking to my visionaries here. I'm talking to the people who want to upgrade and level up and, and um, make more money in order to make more impact. That's what it's about. Don't get it twisted. It is about making impact in the world to bring amazing change. For me, I want to see people stepping up and being creative, right? It's a beautiful thing. It's an absolutely beautiful thing to have uh, the, 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 to get to, to get to making change in the world, to get to being in growth mentality. You get to do that. Some didn't make it that far. And some, some don't learn these lessons until very later on in life. And don't get me wrong, if, you, if we are still on this earth, it means that our time is not done. We've got stuff that we still need to do. But if you are learning this, right, and you are, <laughs> you be in your 20s, you got time, you be in your 30s, you got time, you be in your 40s, 50s, you have got time. 60 year olds, you've still got time. Listen, whenever you learn the message, whenever you learn about this, choose to upgrade, choose to level up. If you want to get rich, focus on making, keeping and investing your money. If you want to be poor, focus on spending your money. You know what's so amazing about this? This is on page 81 of The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. He says, if you want to get rich, focus on making, keeping and investing your money. It's more work, you know. It is more work. Let's let's face it. Let's be honest about it. Because if you, he says, if you want to be poor, focus on spending your money. You only need to do one thing to lose your money. But there are three in the list to gain more money. I'm going to tell you as it is, it's not that it's all easy, but it can be a game. You can make it fun. And that's the best thing about this. I love that we get to play, right? We get to play with this. And it depends on how you think about, about this and the work that you do. If you are in a job that you don't like and, and really, why are you there? Because you need to make money. Okay. But where are you going? Because here's the thing, there's there's such thing as through roads, right? You get to go, you get to walk down that alleyway to get to the next destination. It's not about standing in the alleyway and waiting for something to happen. Nothing's going to happen if you stand there or you're going to be putting yourself in danger, right? Someone might come and rob your dreams. You're standing in that alleyway, somebody's going to come and rob your dreams, especially if you're there in, you know, after dark 
When is your after dark? When when is that point? When is the point where you you come out of that place? Okay? When is the point where you come out of the place of so-called security? That's a whole nother conversation. And you build what you desire. Well, you build what is in your heart to do. So one of the other big areas about um, thinking big. Oh, gosh. Successful people look at other successful people as a means to motivate themselves. Now, this is huge because there is a big differentiation between how rich people think of successful people and how poor people think of successful people. It's huge. And I'm going to hone in here because I want you to get this. Because this principle that he mentions on page 95 is rich people associate with positive, successful people and poor people associate with negative or unsuccessful people. Who are you around? Who are you around? What is your community saying, doing, pushing you into, aiding you into, supporting you through? And how are you looking at successful, (laughs) successful people? Because Here's the thing, if you are looking down at them, you are blocking that thing from coming in. One of my coaches is just so amazing and she always says, whatever you judge, you block. Whatever you judge, you block. If you are standing there thinking, I've got this, 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 this about successful people. That's what I think about them. This, 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 this and this. And they are judgments that you are making based upon what you believe You are blocking that from coming into your world, especially like if you want that type of success and you're judging it, it makes no sense. I'm going to put that out there and be blunt. You know, I'm always going to come to you with the real and raw and and speak to you as it is, because I want you to level up. I want you to reach your dreams. I want you to go out there with creative force and vision and bring the thing into fruition. Right. So. First things first, if you are judging successful people and you are calling them all sorts of names in your heart, like you don't even have to be saying it out loud. That's the truth. You can be just thinking that thing. It's still apparent because it's your belief system and you make choices daily based upon your belief system, right? Rich people are grateful that others have succeeded before them so that they now have a blueprint to follow that will make it easier to attain their own success. In the last episode, right, we spoke about the blueprint, money mindset and the blueprint behind it, how everybody has a blueprint. You have a setting. And so if you want to launch up higher, you have to work on that setting. You have to work on the root of what you believe. Now, T. Harv says on page 95 very clearly, rich people are grateful that others have succeeded before them. Are you grateful? Are you grateful that there are people that have gone ahead of you? Are you, are you, are you operating in gratitude from that place? Because if you are, you're welcoming that in. And here's the other thing, right? They're grateful, but not only that, they get around them. They get around them. Who's the, who is the last coach, mentor, support system, consultant that you invested in that you invested in, that you got around, are you in a mastermind? Are you in a community? 
Are you, do you, are you in a membership? These things are important. Once upon a time, I didn't think they were. Once upon a time, I was like, I can do all of this by myself. I can get on with this. I can, I'm going to tell you, it don't work, y'all. It don't work. Okay. After a while, you're going to tie yourself out and you're going to be um, just still operating from that same blueprint. It, it's in everything, not just money, emotional, relational, like all of it. You have blueprints for all of these different areas. And it's so vital to be around people who are going to nurture you into the next bit. Because if they've worked on their blueprint, what does T-Half says? Then you get to follow and it will make it easier for you to attain your own success. I have this principle of building a, a, a rock solid ceiling, right? That's part of my, my vision and the mission that I believe that I'm here to build this ceiling, to build this um, this real stable place that is above, so I'm shooting for as high as I can, and that is going to be the floor for the next generation who are coming up after me, for the people who uh, find my work valuable, who are in my community, who I coach and consult and mentor and are able to bring up. You know, I'm really building that because I want to see people go higher and further. As far as I'm concerned, this life is about going from glory to glory. So I need to build what I can with the tools that I've been given in order for the next generation to be able to build up. Can I get an amen from somebody? Because this is what it's about. So where are you? What are you building? What are you investing in? What are you doing? You know? It's important, even if it's reading a book, even if it's grabbing Secrets of the Millionaire Mind and starting right there, that is good enough. We've got to take the, the steps and, and we have to consciously take the steps in order to step into that greatness. So, you know, I love this. I love the concept of thinking big. It's why I do what I do. It's why I'm a visionary consultant and, and I'm able to sit down with people and look at their vision, look at their goals, look at what it is that they're building and say, hey, we can stretch this wider. We can go further and let's build the system to be able to do it. Let's build out the strategy to be able to do it so that you're not going at it alone. So if you want more money in your world, it starts with you choosing to think bigger than you are. You have the capability to get there. We all do. So who are you associating with? Who are you around? What, is, what do you think about your money? What do you think about, you know, what you're capable of achieving? Is it a big, you know, is it big thoughts or are they small? You know, and be honest with yourself. The first step in being able to change the roots is to, to be honest. I cannot stress that enough. 2000 and 20, you know, when, when lockdown has been happening and all of the world has been going nuts and all of this, these things, I was like, this ain't going to change where I'm going. And I may be terrified. I may not know what the exact right decisions are to make. I may not know. I may not know. But yo, I've got this one step in front of me. I'm going to take this step. And that one step was, here's 10K, right? I'm going to step into this mastermind. I'm going to get these coaches and I'm going to grow myself and my business. That was my one step. And a whole word of stuff burst out of that. Sometimes you're called to just make the one step and let everything else follow. So I hope that you have found value in this episode today. 
Remember that if you haven't listened to the first one, go back and get in tune with what that blueprint is uh, in your life, you know, and, and pay attention to how you are looking and thinking about your money, about your finances and about what you are capable of. Next week, we're going to be going into the last episode. So it's a three-part series and I'm super, super excited because I'm going to be sharing with you something that is coming up that is going to help you further and dig deeper into that money mindset so that you can achieve those goals, achieve that vision and, and build that those dreams that you have in your heart. Your vision is worth it. Okay. Your vision is priceless. So let's do it. Let's get it. Have a great week, y'all. Speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Creative Superhero Podcast, which is sponsored by I Empower Creatives, a community that supports creative entrepreneurs to fight dead mindsets and to fly into their purpose so that they can live powerfully. I'll see you on the next episode.